Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you, sitting in front of the water on which our Savior walked, sharing His Holy Word with you today. And I have another teaching from His Word that truly will establish you in this very challenging generation. Remember, one of the primary goals of this program is to help make disciples of Messiah Jesus who are watching Him to come for us and will hear Him say, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. If you get a hold of this, it will empower you and bless you tremendously. Let's start off with a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you that we're saved. If there's anyone who's not yet saved, may they be saved by the end of this program today. Please bless all of our viewers. We thank you, Father, in our Savior, Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're going to be looking at some passages in James chapter 1 today. And so let's start off with James chapter 1, verse 1. James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greetings. Well, first, James's name in Hebrew was actually Yaakov, which is more accurately in English translated Jacob. He was the half-brother of Messiah Jesus as the father of our Messiah Jesus is God the Father in heaven. Hallelujah. Well, James is a bondservant, meaning a willing, lifelong servant of God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Here we're reminded that the first disciples of Messiah Yeshua were Jewish, as this was written to Jewish people scattered outside of Jerusalem and Israel. Yet, by extension, this letter is for all disciples of Messiah Jesus who are one new man, Jew and Gentile, in Messiah Yeshua. So now we go to verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. We will find in these passages today five primary principles that are our responsibility to walk out our faith in Messiah Jesus. These things will empower you like nothing else. Number one, count or consider. It means to make a judgment based on the facts. Believe the word of God about these things. Stop and count what or consider what? Consider it all joy, which is an inner gladness. Even in the midst of sorrow and difficulties, a stream of joy 
inner gladness in the midst of what? Falling into various trials. And when it says when you fall into, what it means here is that these are a surprise. These are things that are beyond our control. You can't say, well, tomorrow at five o'clock, if I have to have some kind of a trial, I want to choose this one. No, that's not how it works. We fall into what? Various trials, multicolored, multifaceted, very different kinds of trials. And a trial here, listen, this is very important and is liberating. This will set you free and help you tremendously. Here's a great definition of a trial in this context. Trouble the Lord brings into the life of His children for a beneficial purpose. I'll say it again. Trouble the Lord brings into the life of His children for a beneficial purpose. It really helps to remember that the Lord is sovereign. God is in control. And though man has been given the will to make choices and decisions, the Lord is in control. Never forget this as I use this analogy of this ring being you and I, and here is the hand of our loving Father in heaven. Nothing can come into the life of his children, but that he opens his hand and brings it or allows it, which is a, a way of bringing the trial into our lives. Think of Job, the most extreme example of trials and difficulties and suffering, yes? And with regard to Job, I've heard the craziest non-biblical doctrines of men teaching about this down through the years. Well, it was Job's sin. Well, never mind that the Bible says he was a righteous, upright man, yes, and perfect in his ways, right? Or, or that it was Job's fear. He, was, he had this fear of these things happening to his children, and that's what brought his troubles, really. Or, or no, it was Satan who did it. It, the, it was the devil. It was the devil. Well, yes, certainly the devil was involved, but... What does your Bible say? The Bible is the best interpreter of the Bible. What does the Bible say? As the Lord was restoring Job, look at Job chapter 42. Then all his brothers, all his sisters, and all those who had been his acquaintances before came to him and ate food with him in his house, and they consoled him and comforted him, comforted him for all the adversity that the Lord had brought upon him. I'll say it again. For all the adversity that the Lord had brought upon him, each one gave him a piece of silver and each a ring of gold. And here are some analogies to help us understand these things as well. When someone is out of shape and they go to a personal trainer or someone wants to learn self-defense or if someone wants to learn a specific sport, they go to an athletic trainer that is specific for that sport. In years past, I've had all three of these kinds of training and those trainers chose things for me and they brought things into my life that I certainly would not have chosen for myself. Yes, real trials, real difficulties, real tests involved in these kinds of training. And let me say this, that with regard to self-defense training, the, the trainer says, keep your hands up, keep your hands up, keep your hands up. But finally, there is something that really teaches someone to keep their hands up in self-defense training. What is it? Getting hit in the face. There's an old saying with regard to self-defense training, trauma teaches, and that's a principle beyond just self-defense training. Yes? Number two, knowing. Knowing here means to come to know or learning something about a matter, to know someone's person, character, mind, or 
plans. We can know what James says about the ways of the Lord here, that it's true. And that the testing of your faith, he speaks of the testing of your faith. Here's a question. Did you ever get a pop quiz in school? The teacher walks in. It's an unannounced, unexpected, unexpected test. Close your books, everyone. Pop quiz. Why does a teacher do that? Well, one reason is to determine what you have learned that you have been taught. It reveals what you have learned that you've been taught. Also to reveal what you have not learned that you have been taught. Yes, that's what the Lord's trials do in our lives regarding our character, our ways, and our faith. You truly find out what you believe in the midst of trials. Amen? He says that the testing of your faith, to test means to try or to prove. Similarly, look at 1 Peter chapter 1. Blessed be the God and Father, of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to His abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Now look at this. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, you love. So at the revelation of Jesus Christ is the rapture. Watch therefore and be ready. Yes, these trials prepare us for the coming of the Lord for us in the clouds, right? Now look at 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12 and 13. Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. So we see these fiery trials test us like gold and silver is tested, tried, smelted by fire. These trials, they test and then produce genuine faith in Messiah Jesus, even changing us into His wonderful image. There's the analogy of the silversmith. In ancient times, they would take a pan and they would have fire under it. Yes, and, and they would put um, freshly mined silver in it and they would turn fire up under it to liquefy the silver. Why? So that less valuable metals like uh, uh, nickel, ore, yes, and even rocks and things would come up to the top and they would scoop that off, throw it away, turn down the heat, and the silversmith would look in the pan and then start the process over again. And he's looking for something when he looks in the pan. What's he looking for as he goes through this process? He's looking for a reflection of himself. Do you see the beneficial purpose here? We can rejoice that the fiery trials identify us with the sufferings of Messiah Jesus as he suffered in this world. And that when he comes for us in the rapture, we'll be like him and be glad with exceeding joy. 
1 John 4, 17 says it this way, Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as He is, so are we in this world. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from Him one day very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. Like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletter by post or by email. Uh, we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry Blessing Israeli Believers, or poured out for the nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. In these critical times where the birth pains and the other signs of the time are increasing and, and the shaking is becoming more prevalent in the world today. Folks, my book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, is a great resource to help you to be calm, full of faith, and understand the times in which we live. So we're offering my book again, Watch Therefore and Be Ready, uh, with a donation of any amount to our ministry. We don't want money to be a hindrance to you getting this book. With a donation of any amount, you can get your copy of the book, Watch Therefore and Be Ready. And guess what that will help you to do? It will help you to watch therefore 
and be ready. Welcome back to the program Watch Therefore. We're looking at five action item principles for active faith in trials. Let's do a review read of what we've looked at so far. James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, greetings. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. So we see number one is count it all joy. Number two, knowing, knowing. This brings us to the next principle of our responsibility. But first, we do need to understand something from verse three. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Trials produce patience, endurance, perseverance. This is so critical for our generation. And this Greek word patience for patience is used these three ways in the English Bible. Patience, endurance, perseverance. These times are testing our faith and we need endurance. As so many professing disciples of Messiah Yeshua are lazy and doing nothing, walking away, forsaking the Lord, going crazy, saying and living out crazy behavior in the name of Messiah Jesus. Listen to this Bible dictionary definition of that Greek word, patience. In the New Testament, the characteristic of a man who is not swerved from his deliberate purpose and his loyalty to faith and piety by even the greatest trials and suffering. Folks, we need to understand this is not a sprint. It's a marathon. Look at Hebrews 10.36. For you have need of endurance so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. Hebrews 12. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And listen to what our Savior says in Luke 21. By your patience or endurance, possess your souls. You see, those who learn patience, endurance, and perseverance, in the end, when all the smoke clears, they will not forsake the Lord. So next, and number three, cooperate with the Lord in the trial. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect, complete, lacking in nothing. During the heat of the trial, we need to cooperate with Him and let the trial produce its fruit of patience, endurance, and perseverance as we learn to forsake our ways and embrace the ways of the Lord. Remember Job that we spoke about earlier. How did he make it through some of the worst trials known to man? Well, look at James later in chapter 5, verse 11. Indeed, we count them blessed who endure. You have heard of the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord, that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. And that word endure and perseverance, that's the same Greek word that we've been looking at that also is translated patience. Hallelujah. This is the fruit for which we can be joyful regarding the trials. They truly do perfect, meaning they mature us and make weak and incomplete areas of our speaking, thinking, and living up to the standard expected by the Lord 
at any given point of our journey. Think of this, you'd be a little concerned if your five-year-old were not able to feed himself. Well, the Lord is concerned with those many years into their faith that are not yet at the level of maturity they should be as well. The trials and difficulties of this life teach us to depend on the Lord. And we learn obedience as we patiently endure through the suffering of trials. Hebrews 5.8 teaches us that even our Savior, King Messiah Jesus, learned obedience from the things which He suffered. His grace truly does change us into His image until we're fully transformed at the rapture. We're to be cooperating with Him in this purifying process. Look at 1 John 3, 2. Beloved, now we are children of God and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when He is revealed, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. And everyone who has this hope in Him purifies himself just as He is pure. The fourth action item is to ask in faith for wisdom. James 1.5, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. It takes God-reliance, not self-reliance, to ask Abba Father for his wisdom. He always smiles upon our request for wisdom. And the fifth action step is to ask for wisdom without doubting. James continues, but let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He's a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. The greatest sin of all is the sin of unbelief. Doubt is a faith killer. It's from this sin that all others spring forth. When we ask Abba Father for wisdom in Messiah Jesus' name, we must trust that He's giving it to us and then walk it out in our faith accordingly. Now listen, I'm not so spiritual that I can't identify with that daddy who loved his demoniac son. And when the Lord was dealing with him in this horribly difficult trial of watching his beloved son being so viciously tormented, what did the Lord ask him? And what was this daddy's wonderful answer? And then what did the Lord do? Mark chapter 9. So he asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. And often he's thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly and came out of him. And he became, became as one dead so that many said, he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose. Folks, this generation more than ever is full of trials today. Do you need to step back? And count it all joy falling, when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, the fruitful patience 
Yes. And perseverance. Should you begin in a fresh way to cooperate with the Holy Spirit in your trial? Are there areas in your heart, mind, and life? The Holy Spirit, He's dealing with you about it today. Should you ask Him for wisdom today in your trial? Should you confess and ask our Lord to forgive you for sins pertaining to doubt, fretfulness, and even worry? And instead, trust Him for the wisdom to walk this out? Remember, our Heavenly Father loves you enough that His grace and mercy are working even through your trials. You see, grace always meets us wherever we are. If, if someone is lost, to call them to repentance and faith in Messiah Jesus. If someone's saved, to work through their trials and produce from them a mature disciple who's following Jesus the Lord with all of his heart. Now, upon hearing these things, maybe you're recognizing you need to get saved. That's where his grace needs to meet you today. You've never received forgiveness of your sins. And so the Lord has brought this program to you so that you can be forgiven. What do you need to do? You need to repent. You need to change your mind about your sins. You need to turn away from them and put your faith in the Savior who loved you enough to live out a, a sinless life on this earth. God the Son, the only begotten Son, came here and into this dirty, sinful world without sin. He lived his life, went to the cross intentionally, to pay for your sins and my sins. Every time we've lied, cursed God's name, cheated someone, and much, much more. He died and he was buried, and hallelujah, on the third day he rose from the grave. And he sent me to tell you he loves you, and he wants to save you and forgive you today. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Cry out to him today, Jesus, Lord, I want to repent of my sins. I want to be saved today. I want to put my faith and trust in you and what you've done for me on the cross. And I believe you're alive. Save me, forgive me, give me a new life that honors God. And if you're crying out to him that way, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Please contact us. There's some free literature we want to send you to help you begin your new life in Christ. And for everyone who's watching, take these words and make them for you because they are for you if you're a disciple of Messiah Jesus. And more than ever, remember, the Savior is coming for us any moment. Let me pray for you. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please bless all of the viewers today. And may these words do what your word says. May they work effectively in us, changing us more every day into the image of Messiah Jesus. Oh, and may these words help us to watch therefore and to be ready when you come for us, Lord Jesus. Amen. Great to be with you once again today. Remember, watch Therefore, Messiah Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V. F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. 
we are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth To take back and restore what belongs